summer is coming, what are you doing to be prepared? What are you doing to incentivize your patients? And what are you doing to motivate your staff? Find out more in this episode of What's Next Dentistry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of What's Next Dentistry. This is Dr. Mark Sivers from Boston. I'd like to welcome you to this episode. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Leta, for their support of this podcast. Check them out at Leta.com, improving your profits, work life, and ability to take time off. In this edition of What's Next Dentistry, we're going to talk about some of the trends that can occur during the summertime when people get interested in doing other things than going to the dentist and when your staff gets oriented in thinking about things outside of the office. What we've seen in the past is it takes a plan to keep patients and staff motivated throughout the summer. So I'd like to talk about some of those things that you can do to get patients interested, as well as your team, during the months of June, July, August, and through to September. So we've seen all sorts of things in dentistry, promotions, incentives, deals, and similar type things to get people's attention and to get them into the office. While some of these work and some of these may not work, What is most important is to understand your patients and understand your team members. To make my point, I'd like to share a little story. I've worked with a dental office that thought that giving their team more money would motivate them. And it turns out that they did this and it worked pretty well the first time and it worked pretty well the second time. When they didn't hit their goals, the team was really disappointed and deflated because they didn't get this additional money. When I sat down with the team and asked them what incentivizes them, I was amazed to find that people were saying things like, I'd like a new purse, or I'd like a gift card at Dunkin' Donuts, or I would like to be able to have an extra day off, or I'd like to go out for dinner. And I was intrigued that more than 75% of the people on that team did not say that money motivated them. And so this got me thinking. If we are offering incentives to people, that might work, but we need to make sure that we are understanding what motivates those people. As I've sat down with patients and I've asked them the same thing, what gets you excited, what motivates you? I've been interested to see that what I thought was important to them actually wasn't. And so the same thing, we've sat down with patients and we said, you know, we know that you have many choices during the summer. What would motivate you to come to the dentist? Their answers likewise took me off guard. They said, we'd like early morning hours, or we'd like late evening hours, or we'd like weekend hours. And here I was thinking, nobody'd like to get up early during the summer. I share these stories of incentives with staff and what motivates patients so that you understand, find out first before you start implementing a program. And what I've done is I've spoken to my top 30 patients or spoken to my top five team members, the people that I'd really like to have more of, what is it that motivates them? And then I've done things that target them, realizing that you're never gonna be able to satisfy everybody and realizing that what works now may not work later, but at least you understand what are some of the things that get people excited. What I draw your attention to is that there are many problems that people have. Oftentimes, we don't have the time to find a solution for that problem, or we don't know who to reach out to to find a solution. And if you can provide solutions to people's problems, that is often a way of motivating them. And so I think that's why the patient said, I'd like to come in early, because that was a solution to their problem that they just couldn't find anywhere 
but that if they could find it, that would really motivate them to come in. And once again, the late evenings, that was a solution to their problem that people weren't offering. And if they could just find someone to offer that particular solution, that would motivate them to come in and take care of their health. Similarly with the staff, when I asked them the things that motivated them, I was surprised the woman that said, I like a new purse or I do not like a new bag. I asked her more, why a new bag? Why not money? And she said, if I get money, I have to take that home and give that to my husband. And if I get a new bag or I get a new purse, he doesn't want that and he'll allow me to keep that. And I had never even thought about that, that people sometimes have to give an explanation at home as to what they're getting. And sometimes they don't truly get the benefit of their incentive. So once again, listen very closely to your team members and your patients to find out what motivates them and then offer those things. And as I said before, sometimes those things that motivate them aren't actually what we would think, but they're solutions to problems, not necessarily money. So I'd like to switch gears now and talk a little bit about these incentives over time. I've used incentives for quite a long time, and I've had incentives from taking my entire team to Mexico if they reach their annual goal, to giving out bonus checks if they reach their monthly goals, to giving out daily incentives if they fill the gap, meaning if we have openings in our schedule, if they fill that opening with a patient, then the team also gets a small incentive. And what I've found is that mixing these incentives up is really important. And finding a way for people to keep track of their incentives is equally important because oftentimes we'll have these annual incentives and after a few weeks, they've gone kind of flat. People aren't thinking about them. They're not on the top of their mind. And so if you're gonna have incentives, finding ways to keep them alive and keep them interesting and to keep them on the top of mind of patients or the team members that you're extending them to. Another thing that we found very helpful to motivate patients to come in is we would have patient appreciation events. And that might be a cookout along the river or a fundraiser for some charity or renting an ice rink or renting a movie theater or taking people out to dinner. Some of those things just to let people know that you're thinking about them and you're expressing your gratitude. While that is an expense to do those things, what we found is before and after those events, we had an uptick in patients, most importantly in patient referrals. And we found that very interesting, that when patients recognized we were grateful for them and we wanted to do something to show that gratitude, they then reciprocated by doing something nice for us and coming into the office to take care of their teeth or referring patients and that was very beneficial. So I share those ideas, not because the specifics are important, but because of this concept of when you do something nice for people, they then want to reciprocate. And so patient appreciation events are a great way to do that. In terms of things that we've done for the staff, we would mix things up over time and we would help them see and also help them show to other staff members how they were excelling in their profession and we would actually go and we would rate them on how well they were doing their job. And then we would post that on a board so that others could see. And that sense of he or she is doing better than me really got people motivated to go above and beyond. And we would have a category for that specifically so that if you were, say, a dental assistant, but yet you were involved in getting new patients to come to the office, 
we would then give you a prize and we would let people see and post that, that you had uh, done the most for the week or done the most for the month in the office. But I can't emphasize the, enough this changing of what the incentive is and keeping it fresh on people's mind and figuring out what incentivizes people because what might work for some certainly won't work for others. So I hope this helps you. I know that it's very important during months of June, July, and August to keep patient flow up, to keep revenue up, and these are some of the ways that you can do that. Some of the final ways that we've used is we've used some special marketing campaigns to do this. So for example, for the patient that referred the most new clients to the office, we gave away a weekend stay in a luxury hotel or a day trip to a spa, or we gave away ice hockey tickets and gave away a new television. Clearly we did those items separately and we did different incentives. Our findings on doing this were that the patients that we thought would get excited about this typically didn't. And the ones that we didn't think would get excited, they did. And what we saw was that the people in the high socioeconomic level, they didn't really respond all that well to this. The middle class and uh, lower class, they did respond to this very well. And it almost seemed like the more people needed money, the more they responded to this and the more money that people had, the less motivating it was to them. So just be aware of those things. These are some of the findings that we found. I think the key is finding out what gets people excited and then doing some small test runs on this, then growing in the direction that makes sense for your practice and makes sense for your team. Thanks for listening to this episode of What's Next Dentistry. We look forward to you joining us next time. Thank you. Thank you.